Welcome back to the Insurance Business Babes podcast, where we show you how we've grown our insurance and related businesses through talking about what works for us, what doesn't work, and will help you grow your own business because you can start using what works for us in your own business today. This show is owned by CMED LLC and hosted by Kathy Klein and Joanna Wyckoff. We have so much to talk about. We were in the Facebook group earlier today, and it seems like the number one question that the audience has is... How to get more business. How to get more business. That's the number one question. Joanna and I are going to do a quick how to get more leads. We're going to do a brainstorming session, Mm -hmm. and we are going to just shout out ways to get more leads. And hey, Joanna, do you want me to start or do you want to start? I'll start. I think the fastest way to get more business is to purchase leads from a reputable lead vendor. And there's different types of leads. So we can go back and forth on that. One of my favorite lead vendors, I'll shout them out, is Lead Concepts. It's direct mail and Facebook leads. I think those are the fastest way. Well, like a mail drop right? To do your own mail drop that you own and control. I have a stack over here. You told me I wasn't allowed to reach for anything. So <laughs> I have a stack. of. I've, I've been doing mail drops since 2019. I, I didn't know I could do my own when I was with a company that didn't believe in doing anything on your own. They wanted you to buy their leads and they would resell them. I don't think my IMO should own my lead and re, be able to resell and call it. And the moment I leave ABC company, they have someone chasing my policyholder because that's what they do. When I was over at the three-letter company, as soon as an agent left, they would resell that person's business that they wrote and say, okay, Kathy Klein is no longer an agent with us. I'm coming to service your policy. Even though you're probably still an agent down the street, you know, yeah. it's a typical tactic. The lead concepts, one of Christopher Weir, family-owned business. He's been there for 30-something years. Near and dear to my heart, when I first met him, my upline had stolen my leads. And mm. my marketer at my IMO had called the concepts because they were going to put in some money. I was going to put in some money and Humana put in some money to get me some leads. And it was October 31st of 2019 in the middle of AEP. Usually mail takes about a month, right? That's right. I started getting mail back. I don't know maybe 10 days later. And I had the opportunity to stop by Christopher's office in Texas. And New Year's Eve 2019, I said, Chris, I got my leads back really fast. Like, what did you do? Walk them to the mailbox? And he goes to me, Joanna, I had heard about your story and I wanted to help. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. And I said, okay. He goes, I paid for first class postage. It went out fast. Wow. Shout out to lead concept. Now, Mm -hmm. for the listener, he might not do the same thing for you. You've got to build a relationship. He can't do it for everybody. But but paying for first class postage is an option if you need leads fast. I didn't even know that was an option because people don't talk about it. But you could say, hey. 
whatever company you decide to go with is first class mail an option because I need them back in two weeks or whatever. Christopher, I sat there and cried. I was like, you don't know me from Adam. And you, he pulled out of his own pocket to, to help me get some business that AP. So near and dear to my heart, Christopher Weir. You probably see him all around Facebook land and conferences. He's usually everywhere dressed as Batman or something. <laughs> so that's my one of my favorite direct mail. And then they got into Facebook leads recently. Yep. Okay. Buy leads. That's one way. And on that same subject, buying leads is a super fast way to get new clients. Another way that is slower, but still very effective is my favorite, which is sending Turney 65 birthday cards. I love to send turning 65 birthday cards and Joanna's making a face. So if I don't know if that means she hates it or if I shouldn't be talking about it because I don't want any other agents to know about it because it's such a great idea. But why are you making that face, Joanna? You let the cat out of the bag. I think we're going to have to delete this part then, not tell anybody about it. Go ahead. (laughs) We'll let them know about it. But yeah, how how well do you get to know that turning 65 year old before all the call centers are calling them one thing kathy my birthday was a couple weeks ago happy birthday thank you do you think that i spotted the cards in the stack of mail and pulled them out first of course birthday card looking for my dollar bills (laughs) now just to be clear for the listener you cannot put dollar bills in the card that i'm sure is breaking some kind of law okay go ahead (laughs) but birthday cards get open 10 out of 10 nobody leaves a birthday card sitting on their dining room table and doesn't open it because they know it's for them it's personalized mail even my birthday cards I get from companies, I still open it. Oh, my IMO loves me. Yeah. But it stands out from all the junk mail that they're getting from everyone else and all the bills. I get 20 different credit card offers a day. Those I just shred. But stands out, especially if you do a unique color envelope, if, you, if you're doing pink or purple or blue, whatever. Birthday cards get open 100% of the time. And it's their first interaction with you, maybe. Oh, Kathy Klein, insurance agent, lives five miles from me. I probably would trust her over the people calling me from Pakistan. Exactly. And one other thing about birthday cards, when I first started, I was a financial advisor and I already had certain systems in place. And I was sending about 300 cards a month because I had a I had a book of 2000 clients. Wow. I was using a company called Send Out Cards. You probably yep. heard of them. They're a multi-level marketing organization. And my husband, I signed my husband up to be my to to be the person because I was a financial advisor. I could not we didn't call it an upline, but my broker dealer, who's kind of like an upline for, for Medicare, but they have a lot of control over you, way more mm. control than our uplines do, told me that I couldn't, told not just me, nobody could be in any multi-level marketing organization. I was sending about 300 cards a month, which was a good amount of cards, right? So my husband became whatever, the multi-level marketing person. And I bought my cards from him. And when I started with Medicare, I was, I was well, I'm going to send out cards. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. use send out cards to do this. I have to tell you 100%, I would not use a mailing company 
to send your cards. And because I get responses from my birthday cards and I know that the, the people that I send to, they're getting a ton of birthday cards. You know, you're not the only, and Joanna, you and I are really not the only agents that are sending birthday cards out, right? (laughs) But my birthday cards, I handwrite. And, and one advantage that I have over sending a card through a mailer is I get to put a physical business card inside that card. With send out cards and with some of the other organizations, you can put a picture of your card. Sure. But you can't actually put a card in there. And I'm sending my business, I'm sending the birthday cards way in advance. And on my, because if you send them the month of their 65th birthday, they've already signed up for Medicare. They've already made their decision. You've got to send it a few months before. Uh-huh. I make, I make a little thing. Hey, I know your birthday's not for a while, but I just wanted to blah, blah, blah. And I get calls sending, but lead, buying leads for 40 or $50. How much did, did your leads cost from, uh-huh. well, you, you paid for the drop. You didn't pay per lead. Yeah. So- you paid for the mailer. The mail. So they usually come back about $25 per lead. Sometimes okay. on the higher end, maybe $45, depending on how many come back. Okay. Now, there are companies that you can purchase 20 leads at a time and not right. pay for mailer. And we'll talk um, about that later. So let's just contrast. You can buy a mail drop, and these are going to be people that are responding to your mail drop. You can send birthday cards. And you'll have to get the turning 65 list and talk to your upline about that. Or you can purchase them usually from the same place that you get mailers. There's a lot of places where you can buy turning 65 lists. And that's where I got my list to send out for the birthday cards. So these are along the same line. Let's talk about Joanna is going to talk about buying a group of actual leads. You're not paying for the drop. You're paying for the actual lead itself. And these actually would be what, yeah, leads. Tell us about that. Tell us how to buy a lead. Yeah. So there's companies like Needlead. That's one of the companies that one of my downline uses that you can go on and purchase. I think they usually have a minimum of 20. There's also, oh, I forgot to mention this. Lead Heroes, Glenn Shelton, also a moderator of my Facebook group, Medicare Mentors, owns a lead company. No surprise there. <laughs> they do telemarketed leads for MedSeps and family. That expense. is another thing. That is something else we're going to talk about after we talk about <laughs> buying the 20 or the 20 package. Yes. So the 20 package need a lead and they usually come in fast because they're already in stock. Usually it's from a company that keeps them in stock. They might just be left over from someone else's order or something like that. Yeah. So those companies, what they're doing is they are either either sending out mailers or they have a website, right? And the website talks about Medicare and they say, hey, are you interested in Medicare? So that's how that how those come in. Now, my favorite, Joanna, are the are the leads that come in through the website. I don't personally like mailers as much. Depending on what the mailer says, I hate the mailers that say your social security benefits have changed. Call me now. And the reason why I hate those is because yes, you're going to get people to respond. Yes, people will send in the mailer, but then when you call them, they don't know who the heck you are. They don't know why you're calling Medicare. I never, I never said anything about Medicare. What are you talking about? Because they, they sent something in about social security. They thought they were mailing something to ssa.gov. 
They thought they were actually mailing something back to Social Security, right? That's right. Oh, CMS is cracking down on deceptive marketing tactics, and there's still some bad actors out there. You never want to act like you work for the government, even though I used to I used to work for the government, right? And yes, I can talk about your Social Security all day long until I'm blue in the face. You don't want to misrepresent your purpose for the phone call and what you're actually going to do. Helping people save the $164 going up to $170. Guess that's a lead that people send out, but it's, it's, it's misconstrued the actual purpose of a licensed insurance agent and what they want to help you. Why would I want to help you get $164 back in your check? Because I want to do business with you, and I think you might qualify for maybe a dual plan, dual eligibility, right? But again, using the Social Security tactic and extra help for Part D and all those, that's what they use, unfortunately, in the grocery cards. It's a, a tactic to get people to click a link, to, to fill out a card. And I know many people are successful in getting responses from that. You just don't want to misconstrue your actual purpose of the visit. I am a licensed insurance agent. My purpose is to help you fix your Medicare or put you in a better place. And if they know why you're calling them, if they know what they signed, it's actually, to me, a better lead than if if they don't know, they don't remember filling out a card or they don't really understand. And that's why the next type of lead that we're going to talk about, which is live transfers, right? Mm-hmm. Tell us about live transfers. Live transfers, they are normally have already talked to somebody. You can hear the recording of what was said, what was promised. Now, in every state except Ohio that I know of, you can outbound call for Medicare supplements. You have a lot of Medicare supplement clients on your books. They can't pitch Medicare Advantage or prescription plans, but they can call about MedSeps. And they this company, Lead Heroes, actually does preset appointments for it. I already talked to the person. You have the recording. They said, yes, I want to talk to Kathy about my Medicare. I'm turning 65 in a couple months. And you have the recording and the time set, 9 o'clock Friday morning, whatever it is, right? And I like that because I don't have to try to get them back on the phone and figure out when they're going to be home because a lot of these folks still work. So if I'm calling you at 11 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you're still at work and you want to get off until 4.30. How many people actually dial at 4.30, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock at night? Very rarely. I mean, probably just new agents who have a part-time job themselves. But I like the preset appointment idea, especially because you don't have to sit there and dial for eight hours a day trying to get somebody on the phone. They have an appointment. They who's already, they've already said they want to talk to you. Why not just schedule the appointment right then and there? Exactly. It's perfect. It's, it's actually a great way to do business. About how much, and we're talking about this in November of 2023. So if you're listening to this five years from now, things might change. Mm-hmm. About how much does a lead like that cost? So I would expect to pay anywhere from 65 to $85 for that, but it's a pre-qualified lead that half the job has been done for you. So you don't have to have an appointment setter do the job again. You don't have to sit there and waste your time because your time is valued at what? $700 an hour, right? The thing is, is that you already know they want to talk to you. It's not. So in my opinion, those preset appointments are not leads. Those have moved up the food chain to prospects. Exactly. So you have a lead, which is basically a name. 
right? A lead is a name. A prospect is somebody who's raised their hand and said, yeah, yeah, I need to talk to you. That's a prospect. I love the preset leads. That brings us to what I do for a living, directory listings. And I'm not the only directory in the world. I do think that mine is the best, of course, just because of the way that we that we that we do it. But a directory listing is where you go in and you put your information into a directory and usually there's going to be some kind of cost involved. For example, with my directory currently as of today, we have a free directory listing. I might be taking those, I might be changing up how I do that because mm-hmm. I get so many spam directory mm-hmm. things, people who, and it says the name of the business, certifiedmedicareagent.com, right? Mm-hmm. So we get plumbers, we get people, all kinds of people putting their directory listing. Why? Because they want to get a link. Mm-hmm. They want to link to their website because we have pretty good SEO. And so I have to spend all this time removing those directories, mm. sending them letters, nasty letters saying, don't do this again. But charge at least, at least a dollar. I'll probably start charging for the bronze. But anyway, we charge. We don't charge for the lead itself. When you get a lead on the website, that person has actually read the directory listings, and they've picked you. If if Joanna gets a lead, it's not just a telemarketed where some random person called, or it's not somebody filled something out. They actually went to the website and read what Joanna wrote, and they read what I wrote, and they said, "I I want to talk to Joanna. They actually wrote information, and they wrote to Joanna. Then what happens is Joanna gets that. She looks at it and she decides whether she wants to pay the 10, 20 or $40 to get the contact information of the person who's already said they want Joanna to call. It's a no brainer. I know. And I'm thinking, okay, you pay $80 to get a preset lead the most we're charging right now as of 2023 is $40 mm-hmm. to get the contact information of the person who picked you out from a lineup and said, I want to talk to you. Of course, I'm biased. But in my opinion, these are even better leads than the preset leads. Maybe I should double my price, Joanna. <laughs> but, but no, because you, you still have to call them. You still have mm-hmm. to call or email and and get the appointment with the person. But that's a directory. Now, there are other directories out there, and I'm on them myself because I'm an insurance agent myself, where you're, you just pay for the listing. You don't pay for the lead. And those are fine too, but they don't give you the same benefits that my directory does. And then there's another, there's other directories that I've signed up for. Cause I get all the emails about mm-hmm. signing up. There is this one directory that I signed up for because it was only $49. They gave me a sales pitch. They actually called me and I'm like, how can they afford to call me if the directory only costs $49? And they said, oh, we're going to do all this advertising and we need people in your area and blah, blah, blah. 
I haven't gotten one lead off that, Joanna. It's just a scam. They're not doing any advertising, probably. They're just, they're just collecting $49. Another reason why I like to sign up for legitimate directories is because a lot of times you're going to get a link back to your website. And you getting links to your website is the best way to make your website show up before everybody else's websites when somebody is searching for an insurance agent in a particular location. And let's go to the next way to get leads. Your website. Joanna, don't you think every insurance agent should have their own website? I do. It's probably not a day one concern, but I think if you've been around for six months, you should probably have Kathy Klein. Insurance agent. Yeah. Yeah, or whatever. I think that a lot of agents skip that. We admit a lot of people into our Facebook groups. And how many times do people are still using a Yahoo, an AOL, a Gmail? They they don't even have their own email. (laughs) But yeah, I think if you're a legitimate business person who's not going to be a fly-by-night, you should invest the $12 a year into your own domain and you can pay someone to build it out on Fiverr or something else. I paid $400 for someone to build out my website that I own and control. I don't, I don't really believe in the subscription folks because they own and control your content. Yes, I agree. And you and I are big proponents of owning and controlling your own ship. I don't, there's people out there who will sell you a pre-made insurance website that looks identical to the other 2000 that they've built that they just, and how is the, how are you going to get SEO with that? Yeah. Because it's got the exact same articles, the exact same website. So when somebody, the only, I call those business card websites. The only people that are going to go to your website are the people that you have given your website address to. Nobody is going to find one of those websites when they do a search. And they, they, it looks like a cookie cutter. It doesn't look like much thought was put into it. I, I look at all these agents' websites and oh, what is Medicare A and B, blah, 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 blah. Nothing unique, no video, pretty pictures of Kathy. And it, it really just doesn't stand out. Own and control your own ship if you can. The nothing, by the way. Yeah, those cookie I mean, cutters are better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. My IMO does a free website for me. Thank you. I'm not. I mean, yes. I'm not going to bite better the hand that feeds me. It's better, better than, than nothing. nothing. But as agents get established, when you decide that you are going to do this for real, you should have your own website. I mean, that's and, right. People want to make sure that they are dealing with an agent who's going to be here next year. Not just somebody who decided to go get an MLM license because somebody said you can make millions in this business. And you can. (laughs) Not many make it, though. How many agents don't make it past one to three years? Right? Well, but we, you're listening, you agent are listening to this show. You are going to be one of the agents Mm -hmm. that makes it because we are giving you way marketing ideas. And so, so far, we've given you, what, four marketing ideas? Mm -hmm. Okay. How else? Can you get leads? One of my favorite ways to get leads, Kathy, is a a grassroots method, right? I was always afraid of calling people. I've had a fear of the phone (laughs) since I got my license. And I don't know why, because I used to call people all day from the government. But I don't deal well with rejection. (laughs) But I like to do grassroots events in the community. I like to be in the community Hi, I'm your local agent. I'm your neighbor. We're neighbors. I'm here. You're here. Why would you deal with somebody who doesn't live in 
Douglas County, Georgia. They don't yes, know the you pants. should own your territory. Exactly. They don't, I don't know no, why don't. agents start out and they want to get licensed in all 50 states and they're brand new in the business. I'm like, get your territory first, own your location, and then spread out. That was actually probably one of the dumbest things I did is to, to get people prospects across the country. Because every time I get a prospect in 10 buck two, guess what I have to do? I have to spend more time researching all the plans there try to put them in the right plan. But I know the plans in my own in my own town, like the back of my hand. Like one of my agents texted me, he's like, I have somebody who just lost QMB. What should I do? I said, well, they still have LIS. Tell, show them these two plans that work with LIS. Because I there know those go. plans. It took me That's three right. seconds to tell him what to do, right? Versus sitting here for 20 something minutes going through Sunfire, looking at all these plans and all these summary of benefits. So yeah. Own your own town, your own county, your own area before you try to go sell somebody in Oregon and somebody in Delaware and somebody in New York. I agree completely, wholeheartedly. Sure, if you have a, a client who moves across the country and you really, really like that client and you want to get licensed over there and the, the cost of getting licensed isn't more than your commission, yeah. <laughs> go for it. But you know why I started CertifiedMedicareAgents.com? Mm. I got sick and tired of getting licensed in other states. Yeah. And I got sick of sending my leads up my FMO. You know, I would call my FMO and say, who do you know in Delaware? Who do you know in Arkansas? Who do you? And I'm like, you know what? They've never sent me a thank you card. Uh I'm getting all these leads from my website. I'm going to start a new website. And that's how it started. That was really smart. That was really smart. We're doing local events local events like what health fair well you can't do a health fair right like what what are the local events i've done so many churches usually have something going on around thanksgiving usually senior centers have some sort of thanksgiving get together last year i did a massive thanksgiving senior center event i paid for this it was they did charge a vendor fee I paid $350 to have a table. They brought over 400 seniors and they fed them. And I had a raffle where I was saying, hey, if you want to enter this raffle, fill out this card. And there's regulations of how we do raffles. I, those are not leads. I said, you're opting in to get in my news, newsletter, my YouTube links and stuff like that. But I can't call up and say, hey, Kathy, you filled out my raffle. I want to talk to you about your Medicare. Can't do that. I paid $350 to be in front of all these people. That was a good way to get in front of people, right? What I handed them, Kathy? It was a dollar a person, pretty much. $350 for 400 people. What'd you hand them? All right. At these events, seniors, they like to go to events to collect all the freebies. So I'm going to show you. They like to collect the, the pens and stuff, right? They like to collect the the hand sanitizers. I handed them a branded pill collector that had my phone number and my name on it. Right now, one carrier one carrier does those for me for for well, I get carrier marketing is branded their brand with my name and phone number on it. And when you write business, they give you marketing center money to you like whenever he tells me hey joanna you're ambassador level you have a thousand dollars to use in the market they're like a dollar each you have to order 300 right so that's a good way for me because how many humana polos do you want right 
And so that's how I use my marketing money is the free giveaways for tables like that, right? Or I purchase my own that says top flight insurance and my name and phone number. But guess what? If they have that in their house and they're open up their pills every day, guess who's the first person they're going to think of the next time they are paying too much for that pill? They're going to give you a call. Okay, let's talk about another marketing event. It's not a marketing event. It's an, it's not a marketing. It's not an educational. I don't know what to call these, but host a freaking bingo game at a senior center. I bought a little bingo ball roller thingy. You can make a Medicare bingo or you could, you could just use regular bingo and you're not marketing. You're not talking about Medicare. You're just having fun, but you're going to wear your name badge Uh and you're going to welcome people. Hi there. I'm Kathy and I, I sell Medicare insurance and Joanna's showing something, but it's backward. What does it say? Oh, these are my name badges. (laughs) Oh, your name badge. That's right. So you're going to have your name badge and, but your, I would have a name badge that says what you do, like the name of your company and your name. And mine, for example, would say Kathy Klein and then the name of my company. Just host a bingo game and seniors love it. And you could even do that once a week, probably at your senior center or your church or wherever. There's plenty of places that will let Mm -hmm. you host a bingo game. And you don't have to give, it's not money. You're going to have prizes that you can collect. And these prizes can be donated prizes from your vendor. They can be the pill boxes that Joanna was talking about. Or you can just go to the dollar store and get some fun little things that aren't too expensive. That's what I would do. You can also host things at the senior birthday ice cream socials. Mm -hmm. There are so many activities. You just need to get your name out there. And you need to hit them in more than one place. Oh my gosh, we have run out of time. So what that means is in order to hear the rest of the show, you'll have to stay tuned for the next episode. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. 